You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week. Featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me today is DJ Jesse J. What's up? Courtney Stewart, who normally is here, is not here today, but stepping in for her is the beautiful Rachel True. Thanks for having me. And we got a full panel today. It's like the full panel of black men today. It's black black Hollywood Live. It's Black Hollywood Live officially black. today. It's pretty, a lot of actors pretty yummy up in here. <laughs> we got Demetrius Gross with us today. We got Ty White with us today, and we got Dale Godboldo today with us as well. Oh, man. Woo! We got some fun subjects with us as well, talking about Kanye West and all those little Twitter wars he's got going on. Stacey Dash making a statement that's pissing off a lot of people once again. I feel like the one thing I have going for me is that I'm not Stacey Dash right Listen, now. Listen, that's, like, right that's a check mark for you right now, if I can be biased. Uh, Beyonce receives a death threat, and actor Nate Parker breaks Sundance records with his new film. Yay. But first, we're going to talk about last week's buzzmeter question, which was should Chris Rock boycott the Oscars? You guys voted... 90% of you said no, and 10% of you said yes. Chris Brown should book. <laughs> I agree with Chris that. Chris Rock has to do it. Because <laughs> yeah. if anybody, you know, that would just be like the perfect, he's the perfect host. I mean, he's one of those guys who doesn't bite his tongue for anybody. And so he has a reputation for shooting from the hip. Who better to be up there? Yeah, yeah that's was, one of those things that where you really, is a joke going, because he's going to get up there and tell jokes, he's right. really going to address the matter. So, I mean, he's going to have to, at least be semi-serious at some point to address it. No, he, I mean, remember his political show? Mm -hmm. He's very clever, very yeah. smart. I was in one of his early movies. He's a great guy, and I think it's a perfect forum for him, and I'm so glad that the public voted that 90% said he should stay because should it's vote. ridiculous. The man has a family to feed, first of all. Right. You want to take him away from the a great visible job where right. plenty of white people will watch and actually see him be the host. And you know he's going to say something. I, yeah. I believe he will Ricky Gervais his way through the yeah. Oscars. Yeah. Um, I was on the fence about it, though, initially at first. Were you obviously. really? I was okay. because, because of the fact kind of what Ty was saying is that I didn't want this to be a joke for him to come up, you know, have it as a joke. I wanted um, it to be a very serious matter because, you know, if we're going to be boycotting and continuing the Oscars so wide and all these, you know, serious campaigns, I didn't want anyone to feel like by him joking about it that it could be kind of passed off and, it, it, and, and not reflected saying. on such I a serious note. I believe because he's an intellectual man, yeah. the jokes that he will make gonna will be not pass smart. it off. Right. You right. know, yeah. But I'm curious what you guys, I missed the episode where you probably talked about um, the boycott of the Oscars because I got into like a little bit of a Twitter battle with people and I particularly thought, first of all, the 10 black people who are invited don't show up. Do you think they yeah. care? Do you think that matters? I believe box office dollars and the movies we support. But that's, again, just my opinion. Well, Go ahead, Jesse. I don't know. I just, a question. I r just read that actually the cast of Straight Outta Compton wasn't even invited to the right. Oscars. Yeah. I don't so know how you going to boycott if you're not invited? Right. Yeah. Well, that's crazy to me for a movie that's nominated and the cast wasn't invited. Well, the movie um, yeah, but for the, script. The movie wasn't yeah. for the nominated. Yeah. Script. Mm -hmm. It was a script. True. So you yeah, I, I think yeah. that people take umbrage with that, but I will say, and listen, plenty of movies have been nominated that you're like, well, I don't know. But it's a really, really 
great movie. I think the cast probably should have been invited, but since no actors were nominated, and you were in the movie, so what do you, you think were, of Buddhist? Yeah, what do you think, man? Well, since we weren't nominated, himself. why would they invite us? Like, there's no yeah. affirmative action invitations to the Academy Awards. I think yes. it all depends on, you know, the value that you place on an Oscar, man. At the end of the day, okay, everybody wants to win an Oscar. Like, right. everybody wants to win an NBA championship. But there's the D-League, you know, and there are other, there's international leagues and, and basketball, to use the analogy. So, uh, you know, the if anybody has doubt of whether or not Chris Rock is going to do a good job, I think you just go on YouTube and type in Chris Rock hosts the Oscars mm-hmm. and look at the tape, he, the, the recording of what he did before. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very serendipitous that, yeah. that he's the guy who's going to have the mic yeah. because, um, you know, this isn't a plug for Chris Rock, but I mean, he's he's already done it before. Yeah. I mean, if you watched the last time he did it, he, he didn't bite his tongue. And I think this is the this is going to be a, a really interesting show to see uh, how far he goes with with uh, you know just being candid up there. That's so, true. Yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting subject overall. And we're going to get more into it um, once we read the next Buzzmere question. But one thing I also read today was the fact that they were saying they were kind of scrambling to find some of the people who are going to be presenters for as African-Americans. And I thought that was interesting because I'm like, okay, so you won't nominate any of the films, but you now are scrambling to find people to come in as African-Americans and present. So I'm like, that's kind of a catch-22. You know what I mean? I will um, say this. You think that we're, we're going to talk about it later, yeah. but were there that many great movies this year? To be honest, I mean, all movies. I'm not just talking black, it was white, a, it was a, I don't it was know a, that... It was a weaker year. It was Thank a weaker you. year. Thank yeah. you, people. Yeah. 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 At the same... Yeah, TV is holding it down, but at the same time, there were some performances. I mean, the kid from Beast of No Nation. Tremendous. Absolutely. What's his name? Jason Mitchell, Easy e Yeah. I mean, he was... Those are, you can give job. them a you can give the, those guys a, a nod like yeah. they, Listen, they if Julia Roberts could things. win for Pretty Woman, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. or even Marissa Tomei, who was great in My Cousin Vinny, but yeah. that was uh, kind of lightweight. Yeah. If you ask me, yeah. was it an Oscar performance? I don't know, but yeah. you're right. If they're well, going to, but then again, look, look, I liked it. In all sincerity, if we really look at what the academies is, they usually allot a person who has a a, a long career of great work and then oftentimes what happens is they get the person gets a, a, a nomination or an award based on a, a career and it just so happens that yeah. that year they get the award right. but if you look at a lot of the a lot of the uh, the people who have received awards in the past they've, they've all had like Years, strings of great performances, and then you and then you look up and you're like, "Well, she won an award for that." So with Leo, did, man. Yeah. What's up with Leo? I, 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 think, yeah. I, think I don't actually chance. think that's an Oscar. Yeah, I don't exactly. think he deserves that, an Oscar for that performance. You, I don't. Uh, I think he put me out in the cold, are. and I look cold too. Uh, I don't. I think he was really, really good. Do I think he gets an? I think he's had many better performances in his other movies well, that he deserves. Who do you think gets it this year, though? Oh no, it's a it's a softer year. That's why. I think he's going to it's a My favorite year. meme is the one, though, of Leo saying, wait, the year I'm finally going to win an Oscar and no one's going to watch? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. We're going to talk about this some more a little bit later on. But I want to remind everybody to go to the Buzzmeter question for today, which is, are you team Kanye or Wiz? Because obviously we know about their, you know, little Is there any other more. teams? No. That's it. Amber Rose. Maybe Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Throw her in there. Amber Rose. You can throw Amber in there because she's had a lot Amber, to say about her little Amber Twitter Rose. war debate. <laughs> yeah. um, so let us know what you guys think about that, and we'll read those results next week. So speaking of that, Jesse, I know you have a lot to say about this Kanye Wiz beef. What's, what's info you got for us? I had to put it on there because we did Black Hollywood Lives, The Beat, yesterday, which is our music show. So make sure you guys tune into that. So we couldn't talk about it there because it had happened after. 
So basically, Kanye West changed his album title from Swish to Waves. And <laughs> as Swish. Swish to Waves. So as he does that, um, Wiz Khalifa got a little upset because he was paying homage to Max B, who is a rapper from the East Coast who used to, well, apparently make the word I'm so wavy, or sentence, I'm so wavy popular. And Wiz put some, posted something saying uh, Max B is the creator of being wavy. Don't touch that. Kanye didn't respond to that. And then later on, Wiz came out with a comment that said, hit this KK and become yourself. Right. <laughs> wow. Kanye took that and said, don't you ever <laughs> reference my wife or put my wife's initials on your Twitter. Um, bro, first of all, you stole your whole shit from Kid Cudi. Second, your first single was corny as fuck. He went on to 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, basically saying, you wouldn't have a child if it wasn't for me. What about the pants? What's that? He then went on to say, I went to look at your Twitter and you were wearing cool pants, so I screamed that, grabbed those pants, and sent them to my style team. Hashtag Wiz wears cool pants. Like um, in the middle of his beef, he was like, but your style is but, okay. But you look right. fine. <laughs> he then came out to say, I know you get so mad every time you look at your child and say, damn, she really got me on lock for the next 18 years. Talking about Amber Rose. In which Amber felt, well, no, no, because, you know, Mother Rose always steps in with a comment. <laughs> always. She came out to say, Kanye, are you mad I'm not around to play in your booty anymore? Hashtag finger, <laughs> fingers in the booty ass bitch. Kanye then deleted every tweet. Now, this is a paper of all the tweets that Lots Kanye tweets. sent out. But Conley deleted it and was like, no, no, I'm here for positivity. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, that, I just want to spread it I mean, have some evidence on him. Yeah. Well, but here's what I'm saying. There's a phone you, video somewhere. <laughs> with a finger uh, up a booty. <laughs> you guys don't think this is all a giant ploy? For, for his new like, album. Yeah, I think this is like well, a doesn't he say like thanks for the pub, thanks for the album? He does. And the next fingers yeah. turn to yeah. Twitter fingers. Like, that's my. I mean, I personally feel like if it's oh, let me just make sure waves. People know the title of my my new record, and and you think this is a legitimate I don't care. Theme? You involved a child, and no, I'm just involving like, the child is wrong. It's just like it, it. Just the rant went so crazy to me that it was like the first one. Fine, like if you th- felt that KK was your wife, and he maybe just because Black China out here I'm, fucking Rob Kardashian. You know, you never know what's going on. But I'm well-versed True. in weed, and I have never heard of KK. Oh, for the I, record. honey. I just want to throw that out there. Let me introduce you to some Really? KK. There is a KK? Because <laughs> this conversation is going a different route right now. No, um, one thing oh, I want right. to say, though, about this, and I said it to my boyfriend. I was like, you know, if you went on a Twitter rant about your ex from years ago, I'm going to think you're still hung up and on the lady. And you're still rapping about her. I'm going to think you have unresolved feelings, and I'm going to break up with you. That's yeah. me and my take on that, because I think it's ridiculous to be talking about someone you slept with. And he also made a comment about, like... Um, he said, I own your child. I own like, your child. Yeah, and he also it. said, um, you uh, uh, know, you know, it's hard for me. Who would date me after I dated Amber? Basically right. alluded to that. Um, and that's sort of ridiculous. Wow. You put your dick in that. Um, like, she's, he, a, she's a girl. She's a woman. I don't, like, I don't like it when people call people hoes or this yeah. or that. For behavior, everybody in this room might have done once or twice. I'm just like your wife. <laughs> His wife... Became po- more popular due to a sex tape. I mean, so yeah. why yeah, are you coming at Amber Rose? That's just what bothers yeah. me. Like, why are you talking about Amber Rose as a stripper and a slut when you married to 
know, but he did say there wouldn't have been if Kim had if Kim had gone out with me when I first wanted, there wouldn't have been an Amber Rose, is what he was also saying. But again, yeah. you're still that. Take, he always take, says that. The he name does. is in your mouth far too much. If I was your wife or girlfriend, I'd be. Why are we talking about no. Amber Rose again? Because it took Kim ten years to realize. Fine, I'll put my fingers in your booty. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of deserved that one, though. If you're going to bring up the child and then this. Not that particular comment, but he's opening yeah. it up to I have plenty you, of comments. You would never have this child. You would never have that child if Ray J didn't fuck Kim. Like, I, I'm just saying. But here's my thing. These are both men who are over the age of 30. That's why are you saying. Ha- why are you having uh, a no, Twitter No, Wiz is 28. Four, okay, four, excuse me. He's Whatever. approaching 30. He's, he's a grown-ass man. He's a grown-ass man, and you guys are having Wiz Twitter Wiz Khalifa didn't say anything. Wiz, Wiz never it. came at him. This is all Kanye West. He didn't, but I'm saying still. He just said KK is not your wife. He knew KK would I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. He had no KK would set him off a little that's bit. That's right. He had to. That's right. He had to. But he's an easily excitable boy, isn't he, Kanye? I mean, I that mean, doesn't he, take much to thing. wind him yeah. up. Yeah. But I stand by that I think it's a great ploy. He probably got a, the name of the album out there a lot, even more than it already would have been. Yeah. You know, this, this again, is something I'm a publicist sleep. in the 1950s would have orchestrated. Right. Like, today, is this an orchestration? I don't know. But it's the kind of thing they used of to do. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> not. Because, I mean, Kanye doesn't really need to just him saying everybody always needs publicity not, yeah I guess though I, guess I mean so. but not, right. I understand but what you're saying he married his PR yeah he, he married his PR. PR like if they just say it on Kanye's working on a new album on the show and then he just drops it places like that I mean but this this is not outside of Kanye's behavior yeah, that's he'll true. do this when he doesn't have an album listen and I like I like Kanye but he also referred to himself as the greatest artist of all time and I beg to differ oh, um, I think many. he's super awesome and super talented but of all time absolutely not and then he uh, apparently a TMZ reporter came up to him at the airport, I believe, and he yeah. he went off on a TMZ reporter who was asking about the beef. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, you know, let me take a step back, man. You know what? He he got all calm with me. He's like, you know, I hope your family's doing good. Like they, they say, he just had like split personalities almost. Like so. <laughs> yeah. I think I think he's just too much of a hothead, and he just reacts before he thinks. Do you think he's a narcissist? Absolutely, not at all. <laughs> just checking, no. just checking the temperature Who? of the room, you guys. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. There's a little bit of just narcissism. A little bit. Because uh, I again, I think he's super talented, but the hubris. Of, of that, <laughs> anyway, I just want to know: Does he believe most of the things he really says, or is it just for shock value? That's a good question. I'd like to ask that about this next person, Stacy Dash. <laughs> <laughs> she came out to write on her blog after a week ago. She had was arguing that Black History Month and BET should go away. Um, every celebrity Dan came out from underneath the rock. <laughs> Everybody. And by my favorite being Gabrielle Union, yeah. who uh, said who? The shade was real. What, what, is she, what is she? She had Sunday and someone said, what do you guys think about Stacey Dash? And she said, who? What? Yeah, yeah what she, did. she put hashtags. That sounds like a crazy Stacey person What are you talking that? about? She, I don't know. I've never heard of such a person with that name. I mean, I know there was some crazy chick Just completely discarded her. Yeah. She was yeah. completely That's probably the best response. No, no, she actually She actually And here's the thing. I mean, I can't believe I'm even going to talk about her because I put out a tweet the other day that said, I don't want to talk about nobody whose name rhymes with racism rash. I just am not into it, but I'm going to talk about her. Because, again, she's entitled to her opinion. Whether or not we agree True. with it is, Absolutely. This is a free country. So. But she's requesting an apology from everybody because she's only saying what Morgan Freeman is saying. We haven't talked about Stacey Dallas this much since 1995, Ooh. so it's working for her. You yeah, know, right. this is She working. got a job off of it. Let's just... Right. This is very much working for her. I do know a few other black conservative um, Republicans. They don't take it as far as her. She had the nerve to say that... Um, I listened to... Here's this tape of Morgan Freeman, and he's basically saying the same thing as me. And no, he's not, Stacey Dash. If you bother to listen to the whole mm-hmm. tape, what he says is basically, we have one month for black 
black history, uh, and that's a shame. It should be taught every month of the year. Right. That was his point. She's taking what he said, twisting because it. Because black history is American history. That's right. right. Yeah. She's twisting it to say we don't need it, but we're segregating ourselves right. by saying we need our own month or BET. Yeah, or she said BET shows. is racist and that you know it's messing with the mind frame of how people think about racism. Exactly. It's Listen, not there, the same thing. There's the teeniest kernel of what she's saying that I understand, much mm-hmm. like I understand how communism on paper sounds amazing, doesn't it? We all make an equal wage and we're all happy sure. and we all have a lovely house. Oh, on paper, it's awesome. What she's saying, a kernel of it on paper is true. Uh, it is a shame that we have to have separate award shows and separate everything. I myself was on a you know Black Knight sitcom and I remember thinking, well, I'm on Black Knight. But... Thank God there was that black night, frankly. Right. And it, it is a shame we were all lumped on one night instead of spread out through the week. But enough young girls and guys come up to me and are appreciative of seeing someone who look like them uh, on TV. So, you know, some of her ideas, I get where she's taking it, but she runs with it in a very weird, crazy way. She does. I think what, what, what you're saying is what Stacey's comment misses is that there needs to be, like, an assertive effort to to show multicultural stories, you know what I mean? So if, if if we don't have something in place, clearly, you know, the Academy Awards is an example of that, then it's it's really easy for uh people of color to be left out of the, the picture and the fabric of America. So her comment while it's really broad, the kind of the underbelly of it is what you're is what you're saying. It, it should be it should be twelve months, not one month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good thing is that, you know, Carter G. Wilson made it made it a thing, sure. and so therefore it's, it's in our forefront. So, what did you guys uh-huh. think about the uh, BET response to her? They said uh, hashtag Remember when you were on the game, and we we don't mean the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Two points yeah. to that intern is what okay. I say. Wow. <laughs> I, wow, I still think the best thing was what uh, Gabrielle Union did. It's yeah. just not to respond to her. I wish BET wouldn't give her any more pub. Like yeah. she doesn't need any more. Just just ignore it. Yeah. Just ignore it. Like you don't give anybody like that who literally bites the hand that feeds you. And, and does it in such a disrespectful manner that, yeah, just just ignore them. I would be able to it's take her more seriously a, yeah. if she was a little more clever, too, because did anyone see her appearance in the Meredith Vieira show uh, no. last year? She no. wasn't like a babbling yeah, she idiot. A, she yeah. couldn't back up anything she, she said. Couldn't. She had her little talking points, but beyond that, yeah. she didn't actually understand her talking points. Yeah, that's my problem with her. She's just uninformed. She's right. just yeah. not, I don't find her very intelligent in terms yeah. of and know, what I'm, she's trying to communicate. Some of her points, like you talked about, you know, you know, it, we we should have more you know diverse mainstream you know representation of, of of content, of course. But she's leaving out why that is, right? You know? right. Yes, and and so people are trying to fix that. People are trying to address that by creating Asian networks. It's like. It, under that idea, you're not supposed to have uh, uh, Telemundo. Or, right. You know what, right. I mean? what, are we, exactly. what are you talking exactly. about? Right. You know and what I mean? Also, Stacia's coming from a place of privilege, too, because she's a right. very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. she really is a beautiful... I'm just not sure it's real. I, I just... I. What, I don't her buy her, all, all her, her personality and her talking game, points. Yeah. Oh, it's like her beauty. I just don't no, 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 buy no. it. Well, what, she may be reinventing herself. Listen, I know as an sure. actress of a certain age, it's hard to get roles at a certain point. Yeah. So this is her reinventing herself as a talking I believe show that pundit. More, more and I believe she will say whatever she has to say. But I was going to say her place of privilege comes from you're a very light-skinned, stunning, green-eyed, mm-hmm. beautiful girl who you walk through and you are treated differently. You mm-hmm. are going to be treated differently. It's like you're showing your white privilege is what you're doing. 
Stacy. I mean, really, or you're mixed, <laughs> or you're green-eyed privilege, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, because most, a- most people are not treated that way. And I've noticed this as a woman, once I hit woman age, not girl, when I was a girl, people were like, oh, you're so cute, ah, you're a girl. Now I'm a woman, and it's like, why are you so angry? Why are you yeah. so angry? I'm an angry black woman all of a sudden. Yeah. Once I was not a girl anymore. Right. And Stacy has the luxury of looking like a supermodel. So people are not going to kind of come at her and her experience in the white world has perhaps been different than some of us. only take you so far. I mean, she walks through the door, you might look and, and appreciate it. Nobody said mo- you were going to date her. But the moment she opens her mouth, you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good. And she broke my heart. Uh. <laughs> she broke my heart. You broke my heart, Stacey. Yeah. And let's be honest, Stacey does not represent the voices of black people, the majority. So uh, prior, to what, prior to what some other races believe, but she does not represent But that's why I find it's weird that. that we're taking her so seriously. She's but, one pundit yeah, on a talk no, show. That's, that's, she's one person. That's why Gabrielle Union's response was just That's what I said. Like, it was like, like we're talking about yeah. her now. It's right. helping her. That's yeah. right. It's Literally. all raising her TVQ and getting her more and more. Sister can get a job. Yeah. Or yeah. keep a job. Yeah, something. Or keep a job. Keep a job. Keep a job. Something. <laughs> good luck with that, Stacey. Good luck with that. Let also, that good luck and congratulations more so to Miss Tyra Banks, who her and her uh, boyfriend of two years, Eric Asla, um, had a baby. Yeah. Just a couple days ago. Wait, she had the, the baby? No. She put out a lovely... She too snatched for that. No, I love, I love... Read her state. Do you have her statement that she put on Twitter or Instagram? Because I thought it was worded really nicely about her baby. Yeah, well, I'm Canadian today. I don't know why. I really... I, I just keep feeling like you're attacking me for that. I'm not from Canada, people. Um, but she, she came up because apparently she had uh, infertility issues. Yeah. And which, uh, also, I just learned a lot about freezing your eggs. And <laughs> Ladies, if you can, you should, frankly. It's um, actually, yeah, yeah, really smart. In if you're in your age. 30s and you're not sure, you don't have a steady, it's, it's yeah. a great idea. But she really, she thanked her birth, the surrogate mother. She, she thanked called, the surrogate mother. Called her an angel, which yeah. I thought was super wow. sweet of her. Um, and that's, all Tribe is an awesome girl, woman. Yeah. So wow. that's huge congratulations to her. Yeah. And I also love that just she has this big name, this big platform, and, you know, to be able to talk about that. I feel like... And I'm only doing this because I just had a one-on-one with a sex therapist who um, she, as she's in her 30s, she was talking about women really don't know what to do at a certain age if they want to have a career or kids. And so I love that Tyra, this big career woman, can be that for, you know, the generations growing up, that it's okay to, you know what I mean, have a surrogate and things I'm like that. I'm just glad she didn't fake a pregnancy or something for nine months. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. She, she, I wanted to experience right. what it was like being a pregnant woman, so right. I wore this fat suit <laughs> for nine months. But a lot of some women do, so I'm glad. And she did that would, one time on our Tyra show. Right. Right. That was they don't want to admit yeah. they use surrogates, oh, and I actually think it's really, really lovely that she thanked them, yeah. and she's fabulous, and she's running an empire, and now she's got a great baby to go along with it, so good for her. Boom. Uh, also, guys, make sure whatever your favorite TV show is, head over to AfterBuzz TV. It's our sister network. So whatever it is, maybe Love and Hip Hop, American Crime. <coughs> <coughs> whatever your favorite TV show is, make sure you guys head on over to AfterBuzzTV.com right after. Bye. Uh, are we on a break? <laughs> well, well, that we're, we're, break. That's her, yeah, that's his break, right. Well, we're going to move on to Hot Topics, but before we do that, do you guys play any fantasy football? No. I do, but not this season. Okay, well, oh, well, have you ever done DraftKings? I yeah. love fantasy football. No, 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 not DraftKings. No, 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 I haven't done DraftKings. I usually do uh, Yahoo. Yahoo? Okay, yeah. well, another one you should look into is DraftKings.com because they are doing some great things with fantasy football. They have up to $2 million in prizes. Uh, oh, you I'm can, playing now. You're right, you're right. right. <laughs> I saw, listen, I saw that Signing first up. change as I like soon as that. I said the, that deal. What's the one that got shut down? Somebody got shut down. Oh, that was... Uh, uh, 
Oh. I'm not sure which one got shut down, but it probably was shut down because of DraftKings. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? But if you go and use the code name Black, you can play all day long. You can have uh, <laughs> all Black. day long. Black. All day long. And you have an opportunity to win Stacey a bunch of prizes outside of just like the two, $2 million. million. Like $2 million. million. Go play Black. <laughs> use code, code name Black. And if you win, let us know because we really want to find out who's out there winning with this code. And, and right. you can share well, some of that money, too. I'll let you know too. next Black. week. Right. Right, obviously. All right, we're going to move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Yep. With no music today. All right. So... <laughs> You know, have you heard the story about Beyonce and what's been going on with her? So apparently you should never mess with Tina Knowles because she is a, a mama bear to the full extent. I loved it, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I loved it, though. So this is what happened. So Tina Knowles posted a picture on her Instagram of her and Beyonce. And, you know, there's always some trolls and crazy people who make comments sometimes on these Instagram pages. Well, <laughs> this particular person, whose name is Aviante4921, had this to say. I'm going to assassinate your daughter. My master plan is I could only imagine what that blood smells like. That movie Carmen she played in is going to haunt her. First of all, that was like years ago. Years ago. ago. But it still haunts me to this day. But this is why I believe that you should have to use your real name on the net. I do. Because half these... Right, but half these... But your real name. Because half these trolls wouldn't write this stuff. If your name was Benjamin, what's your name? Or if you have to like somehow register... Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you. true. Uh, because again, like that—that's horrible. What that's really that's harsh. absolutely horrible. I because I did a witch movie years ago. I, I used to get a lot of that stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a lot of that stuff on Twitter, and it is a little scary. And I'm sure that was scary for yeah. Beyonce. Well, they did not mother. take it lightly. A fan actually uh, reported the threat to authorities as well as Tina Knowles. Um, this is what uh, Tina put back in uh, a, a follow up um, in her comments. Thank you, uh, Jay Fintel, who was the fan who com- who sent this over to the authorities. I just reported him to the authorities as well. They are looking into it. As he has said, he's going to threaten and murder my daughter and use sexual assault in a public forum. He is obviously a sick man and a crazy person. I'm a little scared for the man who uh, did that because why would you put his business now this person going to go assassinate that one? But my thing is this. There, we talked about this last yeah, year. Cool. You, said, you, said, you said assassinate. Doesn't he know her husband has goons? Like, yeah, that's true. Like, I'm just confused because we talked about this thing on Facebook where this ex posted um, that he was going to kill his ex-wife and murder her and put her, like, described where he was going to put her body and everything. And he got off because he said it was just lyrics to a song that to a song that he wrote, and that was song. his wow. expressive way of mm. getting over the divorce. And the court ruled it as that's brilliant. I mean, it, it's it's, <laughs> that's it's legitimate though because Eminem used to talk about yeah. killing Kim in, in every song. <laughs> like I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill you, and it was always Kim, and he I'm would C-I-L use her name. Kim. Yeah, it would be like so, and nobody would do anything about it. Yeah, so but what if Kim? Disappeared. Every, everybody would look to him like, yeah. "What happened, man?" Artistic. Yeah. But I'm gonna say, it's sound like a bad a episode. Line, but you gotta, like, I'm sure he had to prove There's, that, though. On yeah, some yeah, level. Prove he that. had to, you know, show that he was a musician. Probably that's on what some I was gonna level. say. It has just, to be a difference. Yeah, somewhere there being like artistry versus just making random comments on someone's social media platform. Not every, not everyone who does this kind of thing and leaves these comments is going to get off. Like you just said, that guy got off. I mm. mean, my I, my stalker got put in jail, and it mm. was just. I mean, they did show up at my house, so there's right. that. Yeah. But, but yeah. like a thousand <laughs> emails on social media, but they were in jail, and so this Man. this is a yeah. Story. I had a stalker that just they picked up uh, yesterday too. It, yeah, it's crazy. You have to. 
there's crazy people and, out there. And, yeah. and where were they, stalk, were they stalking you on social media or were they stalking Everywhere. you Everywhere. Really? Really. Online, calling me, emailing How pretty me, was she, man? threatening my life. Nothing to do with it. Were you nervous to, you know, Absolutely. Look at, behind your back at all times? I mean, the state stepped in. And wow, prosecutor. Wow, wow. I'm actually a witness in, the, in my own situation now at this wow. point. It's the people versus this person. Right. So these things. So these see plus, like, you saw that? You saw that? Did that? That was smooth. That was smooth, baby. on American using the word assassinate in this is, you know, yeah. again. Um, yeah. But okay, when can we talk about their movie? Because I want to talk about. Oh, it. we're gonna, we're going to get through <laughs> one more subject, and then TV we're definitely yeah. sorry. No, we're going to get there. Um, but if they find this person, I believe this person isn't going to be able to prove their. A songwriter, they're not going to be able to no, say I'm those are song lyrics, yeah. and you might be put in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it'll be interesting to find out what actually happens with this person. World so, scary yeah. world. All right. The last topic of today is uh, actually something a positive note. We've been talking so much about negative things with the lack of diversity in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Nate Parker, who we know from Beyond the Lights and uh, Red Hook Summer, he just struck a really huge deal at Sundance. Yeah. Um, his film, The Birth of a Nation, which is the story of how a literate slave and a preacher, Nat Turner, orchestra a rebellion in 1831 just got picked up and sold to Fox Searchlight, Fox Searchlight for $17.5 million. They say this is the biggest record-breaking deal from a Sundance deal in Also, in how much do you love the title? Because oh, if absolutely. you know movie history, that, that title is, brilliant. is, is using this title, which was in a very early movie, it was the yeah. 20s, it was uh, a very racist... One of the first, yeah. Super racist movie, so yeah. called Birth of a Nation. So yeah. for years as a kid, when I was growing up, I'd be like, oh, this Birth of a Nation, I feel so uncomfortable Dirty around this it. phrase. And so I love that he's taken it back. Absolutely. You know what's really cool about that is that when everyone looks up Birth of a Nation on their their you know right. Google or whatever they'll see the most racist movie ever made right. <laughs> and then they'll see the yeah. most revolutionary movie Absolutely. ever made yeah. right after that I, I love that, that, that he's done that, that. and awesome. also the break the record at seventeen point five million that it's, is just kudos huge. to him yeah. and huge. they said he only spent it was only spent like ten million on the film to create uh, but Parker was the director writer producer um, obviously actor in the film uh, this is what he had to say about it which the film was shot in twenty seven days um, he said I never approached it from the standpoint of a director or writer or producer I just felt like I wanted to do something with my art that was unapologetic that dealt with the truth that dealt with healing and I didn't want it inhibited by someone that I didn't feel that had the same passion for those things and he also said later on, um, I can't say that I was conscious um, in trying to employ people of any specific demographic. I wanted to I wanted to have people who were complete, and I wanted people that understood that this film was trying what the film was trying to say. I wanted there to be people that had empathy. A lot of people just happened to end up being African Americans. <laughs> So, good for him. Um, did you guys happen to see, uh, I don't know if anyone follows the fabulous actress Tracy Toms on Twitter. She's a super mm-hmm. cool girl. Um, she was in Rent and a million, yeah. million actually, other things. Yeah, that's she's my girl. A, I, just, I was actually just at her game night last oh, night. Oh, yeah, she's like, an awesome girl. Um, but she uh, tweeted out that one of the trades, and I don't know which one, so it's like Hollywood Reporter Variety or back to one of them, were announcing what you're just talking about, the movie selling for 17.5, and what do they have a picture of? Three white men. 
They found no straight up. They, they found, found, they found like men. the three white men in the film and one still of them. And that yeah, that's hilarious. I, I'm not even kidding. I shit you that's not. Hilarious. That actually happened. You mean isn't that enough that the brother directed it, starred in it? Right. Said, what else bro, he got to do? What else I got to do? Right. What else? To get the yeah. picture. Three white actors holding guns. That's, that's, that's and I believe he gave up projects for like two years to just yeah. concentrate on this as yeah. well. So I mean, he put a lot of his own money into it. Put a lot of his own money into it as well. Yeah. And it's about time the story was told. It was one of they. It was one of them sticky subjects that they didn't want to touch on. Yeah, who's going to do it? Like, who's really going to touch that? It had to be somebody so independent. You're basing it on there's a book where they painted him a little weaker, and then there's the real story. I mean... What he no, just did. the idea that oh. what he did. I mean, what he did. What you're talking about, what, right. what he actually did. It, it, it's a, Revolting against yeah, Whitey, you mean? What? Revolting, <laughs> but like he went, on a, he went on a little bit yeah. of killing spree. He did. He went on a little bit of killing yeah. spree. So it's not many, they don't feel, uh, you know, other Listen, races don't feel all the I don't feel great about yeah. him, you know, killing people either, by the way. But we're also talking about a completely different time period. Yeah. Like, I honestly think if I was like... First of all, I wouldn't it's be a house history. slave because I'm too dark. But if I was out of the sun and was a house slave, like, I would poison that food. And I'm not, I'm like a pacifist. I'm not even like a murdery person. But, like, how are you going to trust me in your kitchen? A murdery, a murder- murdery person. <laughs> how are you going to trust a- me in your kitchen to cook your food when yeah. you're beating me? I mean, uh, I'm going to lie you, and then I might be putting some right. herbs. That well, I there, was a lot, there was a lot more <laughs> of that going on. Than, yeah. 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 I mean, there was a lot more of that going on than. than there know, had they, to they be, by the way. Of course, that was one of the things that I was really. Uh, you know, excited to know that this story in particular was coming out. Yeah, what Nate's doing with this one, but yeah, no, there were revolts. People were getting yeah. poisoned, and Absolutely. but what's any know, different it, than it showing? Happening. Right, exactly, was happening. Exactly. But any different than showing like um, the the westerns um, of right. the fifties and sixties oh, with God. white people slaughtering Indians, Native, Native, Native Americans? Americans excuse me, um, is you know you that's ever, a massacre. Yeah, that's you know, I, what's the difference? It's, it's not it's any part of history, it's, except that the, you know you have the uh, uh, white people that are doing the killing. Yeah, I mean, right. That's, that's the difference. Name, what's that's the movie? The what is that movie where all the Native American, the, the, all the Apaches slaughtered oh. everyone, and that was the oh, point that was of the uh, movie. Um, <laughs> that's all it was about. Yes. Oh my the gosh. Apaches uh, rose up, <laughs> and took out. No, no, Apocalypse. No, uh, there's no, a, there's a, a point. Is, that's it a different exist, culture, but there's, there's a no. Risk. And it's funny. After I watched the uh, the Leo movie, Reverend, Reverend, yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that, and I grew up on a Native reservation, so. It just blows my mind that that movie was done so brilliantly. Yeah, it was. And all the, throughout the whole movie, maybe this is why I don't want him to win the award, I'm just sitting here thinking, why wasn't this story told from the other side? Right. The whole entire movie. Several people have said that same thing. And it just yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, the... Uh, the Native American family that was trying to, trying to get the daughter. Yeah. yeah. But, and I, listen, I know we're off track with this because we're yeah. supposed to be talking about Nat Turner, but there's a really great Netflix film called Real R E E L Engine that talks about the history of Native Americans in film, particularly. And there's just a heartbreaking scene of watching these eight year olds watch some of these old movies from the oh, 50s and 60s yeah. and watching their people get slaughtered. It's, right. I mean, it's like it'd be the same as watching a black child watching a slave movie. Yeah. It's, it's a really great movie, so yeah. check it out. But back to um, back to this. It, it's, it's really huge. great to see stories coming out. I know there was a post on Jezebel recently where someone said, I, I'm sick of slave movies. I don't want to see another one. Now, that was a clickbaity title because the, their po- post was pretty good. It was like, I'd like to see the story about the black kid who becomes a skateboarder who da-da-da-da-da, or the, uh, the, the black um, debutante's ball right. from the early part of the centuries and things like there. But I listen some of us in this room might have seen Roots some of us but but that was a really long time ago there are a lot of people who haven't well, really seen many roots. slave people yeah. I know yeah. but there's a lot, which by the way they always tell me you're too contemporary looking like there was a lot of me <laughs> roaming around <laughs> looking just like my ass maybe without the blonde highlights 
not a bad. But I'm just saying, I don't look contemporary. I look like a lot of people would have looked on a plantation yeah. from yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's interesting because, first of all, I think Fox Searchlight is a great home for this movie because they tend to kind of take on these type of uh-huh. subjects or yeah. not subjects but films more of the ones that wouldn't be as like a, a 20th century fox wouldn't maybe touch it as right. much um, but what they're also already saying is that this could be an Oscar nod you know down the line people have said in the past why are there always Oscar nods when it comes to the slavery subject it is what do you guys think about that I'm, as I'm, actors I'm a little room? torn on that because I think I'm, I'm happy that they're already considering it or they're throwing the name uh, throwing the, the, the film in the hat for the uh, Oscar consideration but is I'm I'm eager to see stories like we see in other races where it's it's a shoemaker yeah. and, and, and yeah. they get right. nominated for but an once, Oscar when, once or they're you know they're a pilot. Well, I mean that happened with Denzel, but yeah. I mean just I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a, a, a wider variety of stories as opposed to just oh oh we're gonna make a slave, a slave movie, movie. Yeah. and even though this one is, is told from a totally yeah. different perspective yeah. and no disrespect uh, to that part yeah, right? you know, yeah. Not, it's just it's a great it's thing just, it's we, a need great more, thing, we just yeah. need, we need more we just need more the bottom line I want to see all the stories all yes. of our stories yeah, yeah. What about you? At the end of the day, I I said this earlier, like we really have to think about the value that we place on the approval of others, ultimately. Amen. Like, there there is uh, an equally as covetable prize called an NAACP image award. Absolutely. Which is just as hard, if not harder to get. Absolutely. You know, know, we we, we hard on ours. Yes, we are. Yeah, you're right. uh, It it really ultimately boils down to the value that you place on it. And like I sort of preface, I mean, it's it's a great thing to get an Academy Award. I'm not going to, not going to, you know, downplay that. But at the end of the day, you can't be as bitter about it what, what what the landscape looks like, um, because it's it's only it has as much power over us as, as yeah. we give it. That's exactly. true. I agree. I agree. That's true. All right. Well, congratulations to him because you know kudos to him because that's definitely yeah, going to be something yeah. great, and I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. Winning the Powerball. Winning the Powerball. Shout, exactly. Shout out to him for real. Yes, indeed. All right, we're going to move on now to uh, what we're all excited to talk about today, which is these three fellas in the room and their new projects they have going on. We have, of course, Ty and Dale, who are going to be in American Crime Story: The Woo! People versus OJ Simpson. Yes. yes. Coming up very soon. Yes. And also we have Demetrius, of course, who has starred in many movies of our favorites this year, straight out of Compton. We have uh, yeah. 13 Hours. We got a whole bunch of things that are going on with you. So I want to start off with you two, actually, mm-hmm. since uh, we have the premiere coming up pretty soon for uh, American Crime. Yeah, Tuesday. Tell us about your characters. I know you're playing Jason. Yes, sir. Um, so give us a little bit of backstory on how you got involved with the project and, and what we can expect from seeing you guys. Uh, well, I'll say that I went through the you know, normal auditioning process, and then I, every week, weeks and weeks went by after my first audition, and I didn't hear anything, and I just saw a big name after big name after big name get attached, and I was like, ah, okay, they're about to attach some name, and I just don't have a shot, and I got the call like six weeks, two months later that I got the job, so I don't know if I was like the How many times did you audition? Somebody, once. Wow. One time. On That's tape, really impressive. They, 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 uh, and they liked me enough to give me the job, yeah. Which is a good story for actors to know that sometimes you don't hear right away. Sometimes yeah. it takes two oh, months man. and you think it's gone, but oh, there it is. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's like my. I, I try to forget when I walk out the room. I literally try to just put it behind me. It's just like they didn't like me. Whatever. <laughs> and it doesn't always happen. Though. And you're playing Jason Simpson. Yes. And there's been a lot He's of speculation the through the. I'm, sh- I'm sure I can't wait oh, to see it. Here, there's been a lot of speculation throughout the years of his involvement with the murder. Yeah, I was shocked because I was like a little kid when all this happened. Um, so, Don't brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is all just like it was. It was news to me, and I did some 
research as I as, after I got the role. I was like, let me just find out who he was a little bit. I didn't want to reach out to him personally, mm-hmm. um, but I did some research in, uh, in in many circles, and a lot of people, you know, conspiracy theories think that he was involved in some capacity. Yeah, and uh, it was shocking to me, and then that made me really not want to reach out to him. Yeah, but I was like, oh no, I'm not. Gonna, right, I'm you're not, like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. To, like, call this dude and have him. On your radar, me, try to make me number three. So, I'm like, good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting, and, and uh, the series toys with that idea. Yeah, yeah. And Dale, tell us about your character. I play um, Carl E. Douglas. He was uh, the managing attorney at the Johnny Cochran Law Firm, so he was basically Johnny's right hand man. You know, so he he was part of the dream team, and he wasn't as visible as a lot of the other guys. But you know, now that I tell you about him, go look at almost every picture and every video. He was right there, and behind the scenes, he was very instrumental uh, in you know helping with crafting the strategy. He managed all the attorneys in 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 the office, and uh, even to this day, he is uh, one of the most amazing, uh, incredible legal minds in the world. Uh, matter of fact. <laughs> He, uh, in 1999, he, uh, he got the largest verdict at the time in history, $4.9 billion settlement wow. from General Motors wow. for two women and four children, that, uh, for the families of them, obviously. They, they, they were locked in their car, and the engine blew up. Uh, mm. Wow. Um, so he was, he's an extraordinary, extraordinary man. Is he the one who came up with the, like, let's try the um, the bloodied glove where leather shrinks and was weird when it's wet strategy? Because my, <laughs> even back then, because I was not yeah. six when it came out, young man. But your dimples are adorable. Um, no, I remember thinking, why aren't they using a clean glove? Why aren't we yeah. trying this on with a clean glove? I it did, probably would have fit. As much as I'd love to, I want the, the answer to that is, oh, we're going to show yes. you that. Oh, okay, we're going to okay. go inside and actually show you exactly how all of that came gotcha, about. Gotcha. Who came up with the idea, which I think will blow your mind. I it's not who you think it is. I am so looking forward yeah. to It didn't yeah. come together Mini like you series. think it did at yeah, all. Yeah, they're going to be shocked about who be it shocked. Yeah. And so did you two learn things about the story that you had no idea and no clue about prior to? Every week, half of it. Yeah. Really? really? New, sto- yeah. new story, new opinions. Yeah. Every my, my opinion about was he guilty? Was Jason? <laughs> it changed yeah, yeah. like every week. Like, no, no, we would have debates. Like, no, no, yeah. Jason, Jason did it. You know, Jason. Jason did it. And then like the next week, like, nah, man, it wasn't Jason. It was it was the hitman. It was the hitman. Yeah. Like, it, we would have like new theories every week. So it was it was constant. And, and we explore. And we explore. Wow. Yeah, we look at that. And that that's what's really interesting. And I personally, and I've, I've heard other people involved with the project say this, uh, I don't necessarily think you'll change your mind. Yeah. Uh, if, if you have an opinion today, I don't think that'll change when you finish watching it. But I believe you will absolutely understand why he was acquitted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anyone gotcha, will question gotcha. that. See, that's what I, I, I really want to find out. No, me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, mm-hmm. to knowing and fact, why. And in fact, I, Other believe than money. Most, I believe a significant amount of the population would acquit him as well. Really? Huh. In, the, that, that situation. Time, that at time, that time, that in time. that situation. Too much circumstantial evidence? Well, I gotta watch the miniseries. I gotta watch it. That day and age, yeah. There's yeah. a reason why. And then it has an all-star cast with you two as well. Cuba Gooding, who's playing O.J. Simpson, John Travolta, Courtney B. Vance. Um, how is it working with the ensemble cast of all that talent? Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a master's class in acting. Every, every day. day. Every day you every learn day. something. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the craziest parts, I know... Uh, Jason was like this as well. There were hours and hours and scenes where you've got this courtroom and you've got, I think it was 
200 people mm-hmm. in that courtroom, 100 and something people in that courtroom all day shooting a close-up of, you know, Johnny Cochran's speech. But they've got like five or six cameras capturing everybody in the room. Yeah. So you've got, you know, a dozen, almost two dozen uh, characters, you know, that aren't speaking mm-hmm. all day throughout this whole speech that's going on, but every character had to be absolutely in the moment, had to make their choices based on everything that Johnny Cochran is saying. Mm. You got cameras whipping around, getting you when you're not. So they really used, like, six cameras? Oh, yeah. Because, like, for most people, like, don't know this, but back in the day when you shot a movie, you would use one camera, way back in the day. Uh, Sitcoms sometimes use four, the ones that look like videotape, Mm. but a movie movie... I'm such a nerd. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you broke it down. Right? I love that that's the word you chose to go with. I'm, total, I'm a geek yeah, nerd. But the fact that um, you can have six cameras actually speeds it up and enabled oh, you to yeah. shoot this movie mm-hmm. in so, the time uh, the, that you did, the right? The editor told me last night at the premiere, he said there's one four-minute scene that they had nine hours of footage. Wow. wow. Oh, because it's right. To all cut the different together. Cameras all the different cameras, the shooting and the shooting and the takes and the takes, just to get those perfect, intense moments. And, you know, hands you know, hands off to uh, uh, Ryan Murphy and, yeah. and the rest of the crew. When you see it, you'll see why. That's, yeah, it's, it's going to be see why. That's it's nice. But, like, who was the biggest asshole? They worked with I, on set. I, I was. Easy. 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 Come on. There was a, who was the diva? No, nah, I, I don't think there, there, there wasn't anybody. There wasn't anybody. I had no, to ask. a double negative. You said yeah. there wasn't anybody. So there was. <laughs> there was mm, who nah, was it? No, everybody was great. Everybody was great to work with. They were all nice and, and very warm and, and, and constantly engaging me and dropping knowledge on me. I, I, I just took it all in. Like Dale said, it was like a master class. Yeah. Like when you see those greats, and they are greats. Yeah. Um, go to work in, in, in such a level of professionalism, uh, as yeah. well as just just talent. Um, I just yeah. Was, the, the amount of dialogue sometimes they would have, <laughs> they would have to come in and all those all those um, you know uh, standing on, on at the stand, giving those uh, you know those speeches and and the closing arguments, opening arguments, having to remember that stuff mm-hmm. and play the emotional truth Absolutely. of those attorneys mm-hmm. yeah. in that moment. Staying in character. Staying in character in between takes, but yeah. the I. But I will say this, working with John Travolta is, is nuts. I mean, there were moments when um, I was like, man, that's the dude from <laughs> yeah. Greece right there. Right. Man, yeah. That's my man. That's, that's the legend. That's Vinny Barbarino right there. <laughs> right. Man, that's the legend. And, he, and they brought that to the set, too. Yeah. Like, it, Although it was such a, it's a, such an intense thing there, like, you know, we're, we're recreating history and yeah. it was such a dramatic time. There was it was fun too. It was fun. Like like it was they fun. brought a lightheartedness to that set to that work environment that you wouldn't normally expect. Cuba's uh, crazy. Cuba's crazy. <laughs> John Travolta is crazy. crazy. Like all of them brought fun they, to they, it. They, Sarah you, Paulson is crazy. crazy. Right, she's so talented. Oh, she's, she's she, she was shooting two shows at the same time. Yeah, she's yeah. super talented. She's shooting today. two series simultaneously. Yeah, American Horror Story. She was running yeah. back and forth across the hallway, and in my opinion. In my opinion, she's she gave one of the, uh, if not the best performance I've ever seen on television. Marsha yeah. Clark. Wow. She, she wow. looks like her, that's for sure. Yeah. Huh. I know that word was Well, I want to get more into this, but I also want to talk to Demetrius really quick uh, as well about, you know, we've been talking about Straight Outta Compton a lot, and you obviously started in that, so tell the public about your character in the movie, first of all. Uh, my character was a, a trap king. Basically. <laughs> <Check>. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, what's up? No, uh, I think what's more interesting is that how the... Uh, how it came about we uh we went to a well, i we i went to a 
like a, a open call casting that was down in South Central. Uh, uh, F. Gary Gray did a like a cattle call basically, so I didn't go through agents or anything like that. Or, Managers. How many code. people were ahead there was, of you? There were literally <laughs> probably like about seven hundred people. <laughs> That's out there. right. An open call means like it's literally a line yeah. around a city Anyone. block of Anyone. people, yeah. like American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're all wrapped around this recreation center, and uh, you know we're out there all day. And then I finally got to go in last, and um, you were dead last. I was one of the last like five wow. five people that wow. were there. Uh, in fact, I wasn't actually originally going to be able to go in because they were only looking for the band members. And so wow. I actually originally read for Dr. Dre. Okay. And uh, so eventually I got in and did my thing as Dre. And they called like two months later and like, can you come down to the set today? And uh, so that, that was that was really interesting. Wow. That, that was a Wait, cool they didn't. Nobody called and said you got the job. You just got a call. I got a call the day we were shooting. But di- wow. That's wow. Nuts. I happened to so be so anything here is possible in Hollywood. That's all. Oh, that's yeah? what that note is. What you if know? you had missed that call? <laughs> then I wouldn't be here talking to you about straight out of the Touche. That's crazy. Can you come down today? Right. Right. Man, that's wild. Yeah. And contracts then, got figured real quick. Real quick. Yeah, right. They just, right. Yeah, they figured it out. <laughs> and now you know a lot of people who have been a part of that project has said that when they were just filming that they felt that it just felt right like it felt like this is this mm-hmm. is going to be a, a, a sensational movie mm-hmm. did you have that same feeling being on set and just being involved with all those actors and the and the and f gary gray i did i think the our set design yeah. our costumes our hair every everything was so seamless you know everything was uh i really felt like i, I transported in time at one point i was in the opening scene of the movie and so if you remember the film uh, we're in 1986, I think we are, and, and it's a, it's like a crack house and, oh, yeah. uh, right. you know, trap house. Is, I guess oh, more is that what a trap house term. is? Keep it PC yeah. here. No, I had no idea what you guys were talking Fetty about. Fetty Wap. Yeah. No. Like, hey, what's up? Hello. No. <laughs> 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 <It's fine. laughs> now that song's going to be in my head the rest of the day. And I hate that song. I really do. So, is that where you pulled in spring? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we had the Fetty on rotation, but uh, it was it was <laughs> it, it felt like the real thing. So, uh, oftentimes you're you're on a set and so uh, you, you can kind of see the line. Although <laughs> <laughs> no, we were, um, we, there was crack around. No, there was no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, no method. Act, no method acting. No method acting. We right. have a, we have great prop. We had great prop masters for that. Which that first opening scene is, oh, I guess, it's, it's one the of the so. best o- yeah. scenes I've ever seen in a movie. That just emotionally, we watched it together, and Literally. it was just so intense. Yeah. Just yeah. the bla- blasting through the door, just everything about that opening scene. I was here for the. Re- it could, that movie could have yeah. been four hours, and I would have been. That's there. what I said. Yeah. Actually, wasn't originally the first scene of the movie. Really? Nah, and in fact, really? the whole scene was written completely differently. My character was called Jittery Dude Number One. Jittery uh, <laughs> Dude Number One. Jason and I got into it. We started freestyling a little bit, not like rap freestyling, but uh, I guess you call it improvisation. Yeah. There you go. Improv. We started doing that a little bit. Um, you know, Gary has this thing. Where he says, "All right, y'all can eat." You know, and that just basically means, "Okay, we got that one." You know that that that's on the page now. Less. Does it mean like eat oh, up the man. scenery? Like you guys oh, just uh, chew, chew up the scenery? Yeah, chew, chew it up. up basically right. the same thing. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. And so that scene wasn't even page one in the original script. And so eventually, I guess because of the authenticity that everybody brought to it, mm-hmm. uh, they felt yeah, like it Universal felt like it needed to kick off the film to really yeah, let people know the, the world that we were in. I turned to him. Who these characters were? You're like, what the hell are we about to watch? Yeah, like that. I mean, it's very rare. I sit through a movie like that and. 
when it's over, I'm upset that it's over. Yep. I, I, yep. I could have sat in there, like you said, went a couple more hours for the film, which mm-hmm. kudos to you guys for the performances. Oh, thank you, Derek. And obviously, you know, this has been a big subject around the Oscars because of the the diss, basically, that the Oscars has given this movie and some of the performances that people feel should have been nominated. How do you feel, how, how all you guys feel about just this diversity issue that we're dealing with right now with Straight Outta Compton, with just a, a variety of films and the lack of somewhat what it seems like the respect of, of some African-American actors being um, nominated in these categories. Well, I don't necessarily think it's a lack of respect. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. Uh, I think that maybe Straight Outta Compton was a story that um, people might not understand, and it didn't resonate with a wide but they understand I mean, I, 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 mean you, I mean, I mean, hustle. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, a, good I, I, that's a good point. And I, and I get it. That's why I said I'm playing devil's advocate. Right. I disagree. But um, maybe it just didn't resonate. Maybe they didn't understand that type of uh, story. But, but they also didn't nominate, like, Beast of New Nation. That's, right. that's, we can all that, agree that's a really good I mean, They keep pulling yeah. it from the Netflixing. That's why they yeah, keep yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I think that's more so because it was a Netflix movie. Like but it that, still was released in a certain amount of theaters, yeah, but, though. Yeah, yeah, so it counts. It, it, it counts. should count. Theoretically, yeah. it should count. Um, I, I, and, and once again, I'm playing devil's I feel advocate. you. I feel you. Devil's advocate. I, I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, I hear I don't you. agree with it. I, I think that it should have been nominated. Um, I think there should have been a, a Best Supporting Actor nomination as well. Uh, but that's just... But, like, did you guys think that... Um, I know a lot of people on Twitter were up in arms um, that Stallone got nominated mm. for Rocky Red. and not the main character. I don't know that either Michael one Jordan, deserved... Yeah. I love my... I think he's so talented. Yeah. Great role. Great, did yeah. amazing in it. Is it an Oscar movie? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But what is it? I guess what is an Oscar movie these days? Like, yeah. again, if Marissa could win for My Cousin Vinny, yeah. which was a very great comedic performance, but I would have thought that was more TV than, than so we have feature to, film, we to have be to remember, there's a, a specific amount of ca- Academy members that have very specific tastes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their background and what speaks to them and... Seventy-year-old white man watching straight out of Compton. He probably is not going to. That's, but, but, that's even, but that's who voted. Yeah, yeah, right. but, but, but it should. But yeah. it should. In a perfect world, they should be able to judge art for art. Yeah. But they're not going to understand a straight out of Compton. But that's but what, what blows my mind. How are you judging art when you can't sit right. and? But once the genetic, judge yeah. once the genetic makeup of those guys changes, much like the Supreme Court. Well, that is why we have presidents come in and pick Supreme Court people because you bring your prejudices mm. to your legal decisions. Right. That you can't separate them even yeah. though you're supposed to. You know, there's a reason, you know, that they do that. And I think similarly that's why I think what uh Sherbun Isaacs is doing at the yeah. academy is smart. She's shaking it up a she little is. bit. Yes. It's and take also time. a lot of people don't realize and I was really studying this the and I'm by no means an expert, but the way that um a, a winner is chosen, <laughs> like you could Straight Outta Compton could have been everyone's third or fourth favorite film. Mm-hmm. But if it was everyone's, and, and I'm, I'm drawing a very uh, simple math here. It might not work exactly like this. But the basically, the concept is Straight Outta Compton could have been everyone's fourth favorite film. Everyone's. But because you have some people uh, chose this person as one and this person as nine and 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 this person uh, had one, but then this person had two. It's the and average. It's the a, it's a weighted it's, it's a, a weighted sort of average. weighted average yeah. that at the end of the day the math can round out that it gets pushed down to beyond the cutoff. It's not to say that many voters chose it as number one. It very mm-hmm. could it could well have been that way. You know, we won't know. 
Crazy. Some people might have chosen him as one. Some people might have chosen him as dead last. You know, so was it nominated for a SAG award? So that's yeah. good. And, and it got nominated for you know by the Academy for the writers. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, it'll win NAACP. It'll yep. win. I think it also. But people aren't up in arms about the writers thing. You know, yeah. obviously I'm we're not going to go on the record. Right. right. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Can we talk about Joy for a second? Because <laughs> I listen. I love. How did that even get nominated? Because it just came up. I love. I love blonde thingy. She's really talented. I think she's super. No, I think she is super. I forgot her name. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. No, I think she's super talented. But if you saw Joy, that was. Story was cool, but I didn't think that she brought Hunger Game acting acting to it. Like it no, was but like, I also think if you're a 70 year old um, Academy voter yeah. guy, you she looks like your granddaughter, or you want to date her. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, just gonna they pull love, on the they love her. Right. They love I her think she's awesome. By the way. Russell. Yeah, and the, and, and that David story Russell. was a good and, they, and he and they love him. So. But, and this isn't just a black and white issue. Like I remember, I was at the Vanity Fair Oscar party dinner, and I think it was the year Chris Rock hosted, and this was in the '90s, and it was the year that I'm also blonde, Gwyneth Paltrow. One for one for Shakespeare in Love. Now that particular year, and I'm forgetting this woman's name, but there was a 60-something-year-old um, South American woman who was nominated, and her performance was phenomenal, hands down, best actress. She didn't win. Gwyneth Paltrow won because she's a stunning yeah. blonde girl, and this woman was pretty vocal about being pissed off about that back then. So it, it's you know it's not just a black and white thing. It's it, we have to it's acknowledge that it's there. It's, 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 it's a haircut thing. But it's everyone. It's 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 Spanish people. Like I actually don't whine that much about um, the lack of jobs per se for me because I have a lot of Asian and Spanish friends, and I'm like, oh snap, you guys have it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. really, like you know, they have to do a Mandarin or a Cantonese accent every time they do an audition. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, their families have, families have been in this country for 150 years, right. and they're still playing immigrants. The 7-Eleven so. guy. They will That's always right. Be the so yeah, it doesn't terrible. mean we can't acknowledge our struggle in it, but I would love it if it was inclusive yeah. of everybody. They just us. haven't gotten this vocal yet, but I think it's, it's, it's baby steps. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're uh, fighting the power. We're so getting there speak. slowly but surely. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Cheryl brought in 322 new members last year to help with the voting process. Yeah. I think it's just going to take time for that to kind of swirl yeah. itself in, no pun yeah. intended. <laughs> I feel like we're seeing we're, we're, we're seeing it a little bit. TV. You know, we're seeing yeah. a little bit. We definitely silence. saw it with Emmy. Yeah. 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 It was a very, seemed like a, a very diverse cast that Absolutely. I saw over at NBC. Yeah. So that's coming out this year. Yeah, that comes out this year. You have uh, David Lyons. Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate. Lorenz brother to the night. So can uh, you kind of just say a little bit about what the story is? Because I can say a little bit. I'm I, not like, bore you. I like I like read it, but they, you know it's like something happened back in the day. But <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know world. what did you guys do so what, what, long ago? Can you give me any no, we, sort of like we were in a, we were in a de- juvenile detention center, and a lot of stuff went on at the juvenile detention center, and then uh, everybody went their separate ways. Twenty years later. All those secrets and skeletons in the closet. So you guys are all back in the same around. town or something? And, and you guys play like a game of silence? Uh, yeah, proverbially speaking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a game of silence. Uh, is it a limited so, series or I, I, is, it a, is it like a 10 episode thing? Or it's a 10 it a... episode on NBC. It'll start uh, April 7th is our premiere date. Uh, it's going to come in right after Shades of Blue, Jennifer Lopez's okay. show. So after their good, show, good slot. we come in the slot Thursday at 10. You know, <laughs> Jennifer's show is killing it right now, too. So Yeah, it's yeah. good. Ray Liotta is, yeah. is the yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a gangster. That's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. 
I was so scared to meet him until I actually met him. He was the nicest person yeah. in the world. But that face he got. Man, he's intense. He's intense. What was that movie? Unlawful Entry? Yeah, Unlawful Entry. Sorry. That's right. all right. Random moment. So April. Leota moment. April 7th, it, it comes out. And yeah. it's uh, it's cool because, it, they, like you said, it's a very diverse cast. And so uh, one thing we've been hearing from the network and people have seen it is that everybody has a has a character they can plug into mm. and, and see it. Uh, and, and see it through that lens, like through their lens, you know. So, oh, who's you, what's, what's your character? Uh, play Terry Bosch. I'm a, I'm a businessman and a father, but I'm also involved in clandestine activities. Okay. Uh, to, you, yeah, to you said that with a smirk and a smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that intrigued me a little bit. I want to know a little uh, bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So, um, and I'm one of the I'm one of the kids who were, who was in the, the the juvenile center corrections facility who made good. So to speak, and when or, we, did you? Uh, or did you? We'll find out. <laughs> we will find out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's great though. I, it's hard to really give too much away. You just that's that's what's been. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell you about yeah. it. I'm like trying to put it's about these together. kids who who were in a situation when they were young, and, and time moves on, and they find themselves in in the rapture right. of all of the, right. all of those secrets, and and they try to preserve their relationships and their lifestyles and keep everything, you know all good and the, the series takes place as soon as as soon as they get back together they yeah. reconnect and uh, that's where we start and what's the date of the release of that April 7th on April NBC 7th on NBC diverse cast. check that out did, and then did you, uh, did you audition normally with that one or? Did I audition normally? Or was it like the uh, straight out of Compton thing? They just got to call the same day again. <laughs> yeah, I audition normally for that. I guess Good. normal if you if normal is going to a producer session with Carol Mendelson and the huh? creators of House and yeah. you know uh, all it. It was like I, I got lucky on that one. I got I, I got to go into the producers. Prepared, man. Yeah, so I got to go in and meet with the producers for the first one. But then I, I did my first screen test for that one. I've done other things, but this one was a screen test. Are you at a proper, yeah. but like a proper screen test? Like a proper screen test, wow. which I thought like was with other actors. I, yeah, I didn't what know. is the difference between an improper? Well, one like and you, when you test for a show, usually you're just in a room where the executives are over there. You're here. It's a room. You do your thing. But a proper screen test It's like they have a little bit of set. You have a little bit oh. of an outfit. They they may be placing a little place of chemistry read. Like they're using a real like the, not a crappy little iPhone camera they're used shooting it with the camera they're probably they going to shoot the project like with and you have to do it against somebody too or just one just you uh, I did it with me and the guy who was up to play my brother in fact actually the guy who who was going to play me was Method Man. So I was glad that he did his screen test after me because yeah. I didn't want to go in like and just be sitting in the waiting room talking to Method Man and, and then go in because I was a Wu-Tang fan. I'm still a Wu-Tang yeah. fan. Yeah. So I was glad that when I walked out, I saw Method Man and, and I didn't see him before I go in so I could stay in my zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Dale and Ty, um, the American Crime Story premieres when? April, uh, April. You got me saying April. Uh, next week, Tuesday, next February second, ten o'clock. Uh, uh, FX. Central. FX. Yes. And I got to ask a random fan question. So I know uh, Ryan Murphy on American Horror Story carries the cast over into the seasons. Has that been a conversation with American <laughs> Crime? Not with Sorry? me yet. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I, big time over uh, here. I don't. I haven't heard anything of that nature. I, I know he typically does it, yeah. but you got two black guys here, and for season two, it's going to be in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. It's going to be a lot of about, black people. Uh, well, I cornered, Katrina. I cornered Ryan uh, uh, yeah, last night. Katrina. I said, yeah. Ryan, you got 
Come on, it's, it's, you know. Yeah, so I mean, I'll play I, brother number three. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hold on to a brother, life raft or something. What, you know, whatever. I'm in. And he laughed and he said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. And yeah, we just yeah. heard about Demetrius' new project. Now, I know you also have Greenleaf coming out. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a, a new series. I'm actually in town right now. I got to go back to Atlanta on Saturday. I'm on a series with, uh, with Oprah. Uh, yeah. uh, so I get excited when I hear Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I get excited. That's I get way. excited. And she's just as dope as you know you yeah. were hoped and hoping and, and think she is. Yeah, she would be. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it premieres uh, May twenty fourth and twenty fifth. We're doing a two night premiere. It's on the own network. Um, she's not only producing it on her network, but she's also starring in it too. It's her. Wow. It's, it's her return TV. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. big. Yeah. When did she yeah. sleep? Like I don't <laughs> know. I'm telling you, in between scenes, like I, um, she was filming a scene. And in between the scene, like, you know, they reset up other stuff. She's literally getting notes from other people about other business ventures. Like, literally, people are coming up, yeah, you know, Weight Watchers, da-da-da. She's like, mm, okay. And then somebody else is telling her something else, and then she jumps right back in the scene. Just wow. seamlessly. Well, we did uh, two episodes of Welcome to Sweetie Pie this year for our Black Hollywood Live anniversary. And, they, mm-hmm. and every little detail of how we shot it, they said that she signs off on everything. everything. She literally oh, signed wow. off on everything. everything. I'm everything. like, how does she do that and do what she does at all times? She Like, when does she sleep? That's I, the question. She's a boss. I don't know. She's a boss. She's what's your, what's your about? Uh, it's about a family that owns a church in Memphis. Uh-huh. Uh, you get some of that southern root of impossible potential drama that uh, people think go happens in churches. So gotcha. I play uh, the son-in-law. I'm uh, married to Keith David's daughter. Okay. So Keith Davis in it, uh, Lynn Whitfield. So you have some, some nice cast, some, some, yeah. some heavyweights yeah. in there. And once again, I'm just along for the ride, learning. I feel playing, that playing with these heavyweights. And, Hopefully one day. Jesus just okay. You're getting it. You're doing it. Ah man, yeah, yeah. And Dale, what you? What's what's your next project you got working on? Uh, Right now, I'm behind the camera. I'm producing a a film right now with the uh, creator of Final Destination uh, franchise. Yeah. Oh, you already. All right. Is it a horror? Is it a horror? Horror thriller. It's nuts. Takes place on a college campus. It's called Superstition. Uh, I need a job. And you got explore. a job, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he got 12 jobs. <laughs> I'm going to act in it, too, so I'm not about that. And when is it uh, planned to come out? We're in pre-production now. We're hoping we can get it out. Uh, we'll be shooting in about 60 days, and uh, we hope to get it out by Halloween. Okay. This year. Mm. That's the this year. Yeah, it's okay. with Lionsgate. We're with uh, Cobra. Uh, hey, listen, uh, they're Cobra masters at putting out the – they put out the saws and uh, hostels saws, and all that yeah, stuff. All that. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations on Thank that. You. I'm a big horror fan, so I'm looking Me forward too. to see it. Yeah, a lot of people Especially a brother who's yeah. involved with it, too. Well, so. I'm going to tell you, you're going to appreciate this. You know, the, the creator of that $650 million Final Destination franchise is a black man. Mm. Stop it. Yeah. I didn't know Jeffrey that. Reddit. Check him out. Okay. That's my business partner. We're doing a whole, a whole bunch of stuff together, and I'm and we're anxious for the world to know that. Because we definitely, our, our, we went out of our way to, uh, our casting is diverse. It, matter of fact, that's our thing. And when we announced it publicly, is that you're going to have blacks, Latinos, Asians, uh, gay characters. We're going to have at, at, as the leads. Yeah. You know, not just and a black guy's in there. Right. <laughs> you know, right, right. The token. You know, yeah. absolutely. And he's not going to die first. He ain't right. going to die first. Yeah. But yeah. So that's what I'm working on. All right, well, congratulations, fellas. You know what? This is, uh, I'm, I'm sad to have to go right now because I feel like this is what it's all about. You know, we've been talking about all these terrible things of the lack of, but this room is the opposite of that. People doing things, big things. So where can fans find you on social media? We'll start with you, Demetrius. Uh, you can find me at Demetrius Gross uh, on Twitter and IG at Demetrius Gross. All right. 
Ty, where can they find you? They can find me at We Want Ty White with a tie with an E. We Want Ty White. Dale? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dale Godboldo. D-A-L-E-G-O-D-B-O-L-D-O. And then Facebook at Official Dale Godboldo. Okay. The beautiful Rachel True, where they can find you? Oh, I am uh, at Rachel True on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at True Rachel True. That's me. All right. (laughs) DJ Jesse J. Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and Snapchat, and Periscope. So uh, thank you guys for all coming in, and gals. It's been a fun show today. Thanks for having me. uh, I think we covered a lot about Hollywood today, so I'm looking forward to see all these projects coming out. All right. Everybody else, have a great weekend, and be sure to tune in to uh, Black Hollywood Live next week. Bye. Thank you. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Great job. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.